0: Welcome back to another episode of Northeastern Next, a showcase for the stories, talents, and thoughtful insights of our university's current and future alumni. I'm your host, Caitlin, a current D'Amore McKim graduate student. Today I have a slightly different but very special episode. There was a recent side hustle pop-up fair on Northeastern's Boston campus where alums or current students who had a side hustle that they were working on could head over to campus and showcase their businesses and sell their products. My colleague, Tommy Switzgable, and I went over to the marketplace to learn more about these businesses. He and I split up the conversations to cover more ground, so you'll be hearing from him today as well. All of these side hustles were really unique, and I highly recommend going to the websites mentioned throughout this episode to help support these entrepreneurs. Websites are also in the show notes. To kick things off, we'll start by hearing from Ben Brackenwagon, the founder of Ledge Climbing. Let's get into it.
1: My company is Ledge Climbing. Um, We make and sell rock climbing holds so people can make rock climbing walls in their house. Rock climbing is a great sport, but it's really expensive, especially going to gyms. So we're trying to lower the cost of entry so people can have a nice little wall in their house.
0: Awesome. And this is just one out of many other jobs just found out that you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have a tech startup. You work on campus at Northeastern. Um, tell me about, I guess, starting first, the tech company.
1: Yeah, of course. So uh, Parallel Pipes, it's um The integration of ai into engineering so we work on initially the computer-aided engineering softwares so basically simulating people's products whether it's a drone submarine um, magnetic charging whatever it may be we can simulate how it'll work before they actually build it and test it so it cuts down a lot of the time it takes to develop a product and with our integration of ai we can have it basically iterate their design towards near perfection without needing to build and test.
0: So I know you mentioned you're in the early days of that business. Tell me a little bit about challenges you faced so far. And because this is Northeastern Next, what is next for that business?
1: Yeah, great question. Um, the challenges are definitely focused around the scope of the project itself. So the company has a lot of different intricacies that um, need to be accounted for. So there's a lot of different disciplines that are involved in this type of technology that need to be accounted for with lack of resources that we have. So basically, we're just wearing a lot of different hats for doing a lot of things that we didn't ever expect ourselves to be doing kind of thing just to get this tech to a point where it's even usable. So um, that has been the main challenge so far. We've really approached it in a great manner so far. We've had great progress. And then next, we're working on our beta product. We had great success with the alpha, working on the beta, and um, hopefully we can get some traction and raise some money after that.
0: Sounds like a really rewarding business for sure, um, and a a lot of time that you need to pour into all of this. So your side hustle is this rock climbing business. How long have you had that going on?
1: Yeah, so I've had it going on for only about six months. Um, I really just wanted something that was more lifestyle focused. And I always thought that rock climbing was really just a very good sport for people's well-being mentally and physically, um, getting out in nature, et cetera, et cetera. Um, So I figured this was like the perfect industry for me to go into. I always liked rock climbing. So I figured making it a little bit more accessible for people would be like a good core value of mine to stick with.
0: And not only do you have the rock climbing company and the tech company and you work here and you're a student right now in the certificate program for business. How do you balance all of that? How do you have time to do it all? Where do you you find the time and how do you make the time?
1: That is a good question. Honestly, I really just (laughs) I take it mostly just day to day and then I just make priority lists and ignore things that aren't high on the priority list and i just make sacrifices where sacrifices have to be made but really it's i just do what exactly needs to be done next and then i move on from there
0: (laughs) awesome awesome well very nice speaking with you today and then before you go if someone wanted to go purchase some rock climbing equipment if anyone listening to this is an avid outdoors person or just wants to become a rock climber where can they find you
1: Yeah, of course. So the rock climbing is ledgeclimbing.com. We have rock climbing holds of all sorts. And if you're interested, you have an engineering team or anything, interested in the next generation of computer-aided engineering, check out Parallel Pipes um, at parallelpipes.com or shoot me an email at Pipes. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: Next up is Bella Diascoli. I was able to chat with Bella all about Sam Scribbler. In May of 2019, Samantha Hemphill, or Sam to those close to her, was diagnosed with a rare form of leukemia nearing the end of her Northeastern freshman year. She sadly passed away in August at the age of 22. I'll turn the mic over to Bella, who is friends with Sam and works to keep her memory and legacy alive.
2: I'm here today because my friend unfortunately passed from cancer in August of 2022, and she was an incredible talented artist and also a very crazy talented environmental engineer and she was in engineers that borders with me and so it's something that we hold very dear to our hearts and i'm here today raising funds for engineers that borders because it's something that she cared about something that she put so much hard work and effort and love into and she also put so much hard work effort and love into her artwork and so we're using her artwork to raise funds for ewb so that people can travel because she unfortunately couldn't travel and so we're hoping to carry on her legacy that way
0: And I'm wondering if you can tell me a little bit about the artwork and the designs that she created.
2: So Sam was really a big proponent of staying outside and being active and just kind of embracing nature. So you'll see that in a lot of her designs. A lot of the designs are nature-based and very pen and ink oriented. There are some watercolors as well as some crayon and ink. Uh, A lot of her designs are about the passage of life and things that she may have encountered in her life as well as all of just the healing process that nature brings.
0: For anyone who is not able to see the artwork in person like we are, the designs are absolutely, absolutely beautiful. If someone wanted to go online and make a purchase and support this cause, where can they do that?
2: So the website for Sam's art is samscribbler.com And anything there is donation-based, so you can donate as much or as little as you want. And you get a wonderful piece of artwork in return for donating to Sam's legacy and helping her love for nature and love for engineering that got cut short carry on.
0: And I know that you have mentioned to me you are graduating in just a couple of months. What is next for you?
2: I have accepted a job at a co-op and I will be also an environmental engineer. So hopefully working to improve the environment in sustainable ways.
0: That's incredible. It sounds like you are really going to be continuing on
2: her legacy and the work that she was so passionate about. Yeah, I really hope to embody everything that she stood for in her life and carry on loving nature and doing good by people. Well, thanks so much. Very nice talking with you
0: today. And again, Sam Scribbler. And uh, What is the website for people out there? Samscribbler.com. All right. Thank you. Last, but certainly not least, I'll turn it over to my colleague Tommy so we can hear from Ye Tian from Craft Zone.
3: We're here at the Side Hustle Market in the Raytheon Amphitheater. Do you mind introducing yourself?
4: Hello, everyone. my name is Ye Tian, I'm the former small business consultant. And my Side Hustle job is the CraftZone studio.
3: Do you mind explaining to us what the craft zone studio is?
4: Oh sure. So the craft zone studio is kind of like a dating place that you can like uh, use the art as the tools to taking relax and enjoy yourself with your friends or maybe your family together to make some special memories. And uh, we have like a more than 100 different type of crafts available for you. You can feel free to choose whatever you like to do in here.
3: It's very cool. Where did you get the idea for this business?
4: the idea is originally come from china uh, after the covid the people just uh, really like uh, looking for some like, uh, interesting things to do for their entertainment time uh since like uh, everyone just like uh, really get interesting for the like, craft things and trying uh, to learn learning about how to make the art to be more usable for them and they create some kind of studio like uh, that people can enjoy to do the craft by themselves and I've catch up with these ideas since uh, uh, two years ago and thinking, oh, why not we just can open a new one in here? And maybe we can try to offer some new opportunities for like a new entertainment in Boston.
3: Oh, that's really, I think that's a great idea. So uh, this being your side hustle, what is your primary job? And how are you able to balance your primary job with your side hustle?
4: sure so my formal job right now is the small business consultant at rapid uh, and it's kind of like the uh the consulting company to help the local small business owners to buy either to support them on the technical system and also we can provide some like the business strategy design uh the reason like uh, why i try to make this like uh, the side hustle job is it's not like really like the job for me because the craft studio the concept think, is trying to create some like an atmosphere like you can relax yourself and it's easier for our client and also for ourselves as well. So it's also kind of like, uh, helping to relax a little while from the busy job from the consulting side.
3: I can imagine that. Yeah. Um, so just out of curiosity, what are some of the more popular crafts that people like to, I guess, create when they're in the studio?
4: Sure, we have like 18 type of the projects available in our studio and the most The top three the popular craft is one of the is a tufting which you can design and make your own self the rugs. you can either hang on the wall or you just put in your bathroom and the second one is called the decoding cream craft which is we just created this thing by ourselves (laughs) because this one is never happening in the the united states so basically it's kind of like we have the special glue you can like uh, make the decoration just like the birthday cakes cream on that and then use the thousand of the different small accessories and to simply just attach on it and you can create this one as like an iPhone case, you can make the jewelry box, or maybe just like a phone stand, which is really easy and also uh, enjoyable. And the third one is called the fluid art, which will have a different type of the beers, like the gloomy beers, the beer break, or the calls. And you can choose your own favorite color combinations, make them uh, mixed together, and just like uh, using the gravity to play the pattern on the surface.
3: That's very cool. So it's my understanding that this is a brick and mortar store. Do you mind giving us your location so people can come and find you?
4: Oh, sure. So our location is in the two two nine Harvard Street in Brookline. Uh zip code is 02446. Uh, if you check on like a Trader Joe's on that, we have we are the neighbor for that.
3: <laughs> yeah, I've been to that Trader Joe's. I love it in there. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how would you say that Northeastern's alumni network has helped you with your side hustle in any sort of way?
4: oh yeah definitely because uh, as you may know like uh, especially for this kind of the news concept ideas uh it's really hard and challenge for us to make the break uh the breaking to the the marketing here so the analysis and normalize center really helping a lot by helping to like expose and make the more exposure on the market and uh, they help us to make a lot of like the proper events and help us to make the uh the advertising on the social media which can help us a lot to uh, let our neighbors know, oh, we have such a new place we can enjoy. So that's really helpful at the very beginning and even for now.
3: (laughs) That's awesome. So my last question, and just in terms of your career, in terms of your side hustle, what do you have planned next?
4: So... uh, I really believe like uh, the Craftsman Studio, this kind of a the concept, they do, do have a lot of potential. So I'm gonna planning to open our second location maybe uh sometimes this year, and we can try to open either in Boston or maybe in the Cambridge. So after that, we'll we will see if it's gonna be work. If it's work, we're gonna try to make this one as a national wide franchise brand. That's
3: awesome. Hey, thank you so much for your time. That was great.
0: to this episode of Northeastern Next. If this episode brought back some great memories, check out our Husky Starter page online to support current student endeavors or reach out to us via our email at alumni at northeastern.edu or on Instagram at northeastern underscore alumni to point us in the direction of a great story, either from you or a friend. And lastly, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you can hear a new episode in your feed every other Wednesday. Remember... Once a Husky, always a Husky. See you the week after, next.